Farm News and Views podcast is supported by Stoats Equipment of Cortez. Stoats sells and repairs John Deere, Steel, and Honda products and repairs all small engines. They are parts experts for many brands. If you need a part, Stoats likely has it in stock or can get it the next day. This is Bob Bragg with the Farm News and Views report for the week of January 29th. Colorado Governor Gerald Polis recently announced the approval of $500,000 in grants for seven projects that promote the use of agrivoltaics, which is the use of land for both solar energy production and agriculture. Polis said that the projects are funded by bipartisan legislation, and the grants indicate that uh, agricultural production and energy development can help the state overcome climate challenges. Agrivoltaics include the simultaneous use of areas of land for both solar panels and agriculture for either crop production or grazing. Agrivoltaics also include floatovoltaics that are solar energy generation facilities placed over, near, or floating on irrigation canals and reservoirs. The Colorado Department of Agriculture is inviting agriculture producers to submit listings for this year's 40th annual Farm Fresh Directory that's published by the agency. The directory, which will be released in June, promotes farmers markets, roadside stands, U-picks, community-supported agriculture, agritourism, wineries, and farms and ranches that sell directly to consumers. There's a $25 fee to be included, and the listing deadline is February 29th. The Creighton University uh, January Rural Main Street Index is a survey of community bank presidents and CEOs in non-urban, agriculturally, and uh, energy-dependent portions of 10 states in the middle of the country. That includes Colorado. This month's index a decline for the fifth straight month, with an overall index for the 10 states uh, sinking below growth neutral. Some key findings include that farmland prices increased for the month, and the last time the farmland price index fell below growth neutral was November of 2019. But higher costs for borrowing money, tighter credit conditions, and weaker grain prices pushed the farm equipment sales index below growth neutral for the seventh time in the past eight months. However, Colorado's index grew to 73.7% from December's 52.4%. And the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics data indicated that over the past 12 months, Colorado's rural Main Street economy expanded employment by 5.6%, while the state's urban areas grew employment rate at a much lower six-tenths of a percent. A couple of weeks ago, I made an observation about the recent record-setting prices of farmland and how the outlook for lower farm income over the past couple of years might lead to another 1980s-style debt crisis in agriculture. Last week at the Land Investment Expo in Des Moines, Iowa, Tom Honig and Esther George, former presidents of the Kansas City Federal Reserve Bank, and Bruce Eric, director of the TIA Center for Farmland Research at the University of Illinois, all expressed concerns about the state of the greater U.S. economy as well as where the U.S. farm economy may be headed. Shirk pointed out that uh, we've seen unprecedented three-year rates of return in farmland values, which include 19% in Kansas and 18% uh, in Nebraska. All three presenters expressed concerns that the growing annual federal budget deficits are going to eventually slow down the nation's economy. 
and if farmland values continue to increase, there's a chance we may end up in the 1980s debt crisis all over again. Albert Einstein wrote, Wisdom is not a product of schooling, but of the lifelong attempt to acquire it. Until next week, I'm Bob Bragg.